0: Welcome back everyone to On Campus with Miss T. I'm your host, Miss T.
1: And I'm your co-host, David.
0: And this is episode 8 of our podcast, The Ocho, where we will be talking about marijuana legalization and the effects that it will have on the childhoods of future generations of children.
1: Yeah, it's going to probably be the norm. That's what you're going to, I don't know. I guess it's kind of been the norm for our generation, too. Just not a
0: childhood. Well, not legalization. It was like yeah. sneaky, sneaky. That's
1: things. true. But, but now it's going to be, yeah, there's all sorts of weed things now, candies and yeah, treats.
0: But before we get into that topic, um, and we do have a guest for you today that we'll, we will be talking to about that subject. But before we get into that, I did want to do a little rewind, as usual, and cover Things that relate to previous topics that we've talked about. So one thing relates to the last episode, episode seven, which was about um, emotional baggage and stress that children <laughs> <laughs> Bless. Thank you. that children face. And I felt like I had to bring this up because I feel like it is gonna have a huge impact from here on out, but it is a little political. So, just warning you now. (laughs) Um, And it is all of the recent um, ICE raids that have happened. Um, More specifically, the one in Mississippi. Uh, So there was this article that I found out of The Guardian from August 8th, 2019. And it says, it's titled, They Cry for Their Parents, Mississippi Ice Raids Spur Please from Children. And it is very sad. If you've seen the videos, there's been a lot of videos. I don't know if you've seen any.
1: Just ice videos in general? like raids? Yeah, or the one about Mississippi recently. I haven't seen that one. I haven't even really heard about it.
0: But... The reason I, like I'm bringing this up is like, It's happening right before they start school. I mean, no matter when it happens, it's horrible either way. But it's like these kids are going to their first day of school and then coming back to no family. (laughs) Like.
1: Yeah, that sucks.
0: It's horrible. Yeah. (laughs) And obviously, this is going to have a huge, huge impact on the way that they perform in school because that's a big, huge stressor. Yeah. A lot of emotional baggage that comes with that.
1: They're going to be focused probably. They're going to just, yeah.
0: Yeah, they're not. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's like us as a whole, like as a country, are going to really have to work on mending all of these things that just got shattered because of what they just did. Does that make sense? Like, okay, let's say you're a kid. Your parents have always taught you, like respect your authority figures. Like if you abide by the law, nothing bad will come to you, right? Like obey the rules be kind to other people, blah, blah, blah. And then you come home and the government is taking your parents away. Like, what would you make out of that?
1: The government sucks, I don't know. I don't know, I'm not, sure. I'm not sure what I would think as a kid at that point, like, I don't know.
0: Like, they don't think about these larger issues, you know what I mean? Like, political issues that are very much in the gray area of things. You know what I mean? So, I'm, like, my guess is that they would feel extremely betrayed. You know, like, their parents are upstanding people. They're not breaking the law. They're not robbing people, they're working really hard for what they have, they aren't murdering people, raping people, like nothing, right? And they're teaching them, hey, if you follow the rules, if you obey the laws, blah, 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 and then you come back and your parents are getting in trouble for doing apparently nothing, (laughs) right? Just for being.
1: Yeah, I got, yeah, I don't know. They're technically, what, breaking the law because they didn't get there legally?
0: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's a very abstract concept that's not, like, black and white. Does that make sense? You're not physically, visibly doing anything wrong. It's just, like, the fact that you're here, that you're being here, (laughs) Somehow that's wrong, that you exist. You know what I mean? So it's a very abstract concept for a child to understand.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they won't get it. They just know their parents are gone. They don't know why.
0: And because of that, I think that... I mean, I hope not, but I think that these children will grow up hating authority figures. not believing in the american government obviously not believing that the american dream is like real
1: like yeah i don't know i've known people in bad situations that make they come out of it so it's all just well
0: yeah like i get that it's not like everyone's going to be that way but that's a lot of trust that they just broke Like, how do you go into a classroom and feel safe, feel wanted, feel welcomed after something like that happens to you?
1: Yeah, I don't know, you don't.
0: And if you don't, then you're not gonna trust your teacher, which means you're not gonna be as receptive to what they're trying to teach you, which means you're not gonna be learning, you're not gonna be obeying the rules, you're not gonna be successful. Yeah. So I feel like this is kind of derailing their lives. It could potentially derail their lives into, like, a way harder path.
1: Yeah. It's not—they're not starting off on third base, but—
0: So I think it's just going to— Like us, like I said, as a whole, as a nation, we're going to have to work 10 times harder to rebuild these relationships, to rebuild that trust with those kids who will not understand why their parents are being treated this way, why they're being treated this way, why they're being ripped away from their parents when it's such a abstract political whatever concept. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people don't really understand what that's like. Like even for me, like I never had to worry about my parents. You know what I mean? Like, my mom became an American citizen in the 80s. My dad didn't become an American citizen until recently, like, maybe four years ago. But he was always here legally. Like, he always had his green card and everything. But, like, I never had to worry about that. But I have, like, friends and family where it's, like... Like, they'd be worried about, like, well, if my mom or dad gets pulled over, like what if they get deported because they don't have papers, they don't have a driver's license, they don't have whatever. Or like, like my mom can't come with me to fill this stuff out because she's not an American citizen or, I don't know, you get me, just like random stuff that we wouldn't think twice about and they always have to think twice about.
1: Yeah, they're usually a lot more scared, I remember, yeah. I forgot, I can't think of an example, but I know you're talking about.
0: And then a lot of people, obviously, the reaction is like, okay, well, why don't they just become American citizens, right? (laughs) Like, they've been here for so long, why don't they just become American citizens? But there's so much fear like attached to that, first of all, right? Like the government has made sure to instill fear in these people. Like I remember when my mom, and I hope she doesn't mind that I say this, (laughs) but when my mom was gonna become an American citizen, my dad like laughed at her and was like, you're stupid, you're just falling into their trap. They're just telling you that so that you can show up and then they're gonna deport you back to Mexico. Right, and that's the way a lot of people thought, like, or still even think today, that if they try to take those steps to become citizens, it's just like a trap. They're trying to get you to come out, like, of hiding, right, so mm-hmm. that they can just deport you. <laughs> so there's, first of all, a lot of fear attached to that. Second of all, it's not cheap, <laughs> no. and it takes forever.
1: I, I have no clue. I've never. I know it's not I have easy. My uncles do it in family, but I don't know what yeah. the process was.
0: It's not easy. It takes forever. You need to hire people to help you do it. So it's not as easy as it sounds, especially when there is that fear of, like, is this even going to really happen, or is it just like a trap? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand those things, they don't know how that feels to constantly be wondering about whether you're going to be torn away from your family, whether your parents are going to be there or not when you get home, whether your parents can come with you to certain events or not, or if it's going to be, like, dangerous for them to be there or whatever. And so a lot of people can't really empathize with that.
1: Yeah. They don't know.
0: And I feel like it's completely unnecessary too. Like, it's kind of like when we were having that argument where you, like I was talking about like, telling kids what to do instead of what not to do. And you were like, oh, just punish them. Like, they'll be scared. They won't do it again, right? So the government right now is telling us what not to do, not telling us what to do everyone's just scared. (laughs) Everyone's just being punished. But there is no alternative to do things the right way. Like they're not giving people like an attainable, like non-scary or whatever path to where they feel like, okay, that's possible. I should just do this take these steps to do it legally and that way I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. And I think they did do that like back in the 80s which is when my mom did it.
1: Yeah, there's something about Reagan. There was yeah. Like Reagan did, I don't know. Like, program
0: Amnesty or I don't know what, what yeah. I don't have no idea what it was called. But, um, yeah, so, it has been done before. Obviously, it's possible. But I, I don't know. I don't understand (laughs) why it's so ridiculous now, I guess. But I did want to bring that up because obviously that's going to be a huge, huge, it's going to have a huge, huge impact on children from here on out. And if there are any teachers listening, make sure that in your classrooms, you're valuing that individual as well as their culture, because obviously they're not seeing that out in society. So they're gonna need to see it from you in order to be comfortable in your classroom and in order for them to be comfortable enough to take risks in your classroom, which means like talking to people, (laughs) that's a risk, right? Playing with new toys, that's a risk um raising your hand to ask a question that's a risk and if they don't feel comfortable they're not going to do that and they're not going to be as successful in your classroom so yeah i just wanted to put that out there i guess also (laughs) (laughs) i found this article it's called teen activists activists When Excused Mental Health Days for Oregon Students. And it's from July 21st, 2019 from OregonLive.com. A quote from the article says, Oregon will allow students to take mental health days just as they would sick days, expanding the reasons for excused school absences to include mental health or behavioral health under a new law that experts say is one of the first of its kind in the U.S.
1: What does that mean? Like...
0: So okay, let's say you're absent from school, when your mom writes a note, it has to be either like doctor's appointment, family emergency, or you were sick. Right? So now mental health day is a valid excuse for you to be absent.
1: I don't get just make it up. Everyone made it up. No, no,
0: you don't (laughs) have to. I don't see how this wasn't a thing before.
1: I get what do you mean by mental health? Like
0: anything like you were feeling overwhelmed you were feeling stressed out you had something really stressful happen in your personal life stop (laughs) (laughs) you're the worst
1: it it's insane though like i get it there there's a huge benefit to understanding all this mental health stuff but it's like a lot of it's like damn like i don't know it is true i think mentally the nation is very weaker like like I guess that falls with this whole PC culture. What you could say with right. it's like it's it's. I think it's too ridiculous now. It's like
0: I think we're just too. We're not too, but we're more. Um. What is it called? Like self-aware. I guess yeah. more open, more accepting.
1: There. Okay. See, like there is a good side too. There's also a bad side too. Like I, there is there is these good things coming out of it, but it's too extreme. I think it's like. Everyone chill, like
0: I don't think this is extreme, I think it's, it's stupid not. that we never had that before, <laughs>
1: I guess I don't know, like
0: like I don't know if I've said this before on here, but I know I've told you a billion times where I would plan out my absences, right, and that's what it was I was taking like mental health days like okay, I'm gonna need like I would plan it out according to like deadlines and assignments, and like I'm gonna need some time to myself, or I'm going to need extra time to study, or I'm going to need whatever. So I would plan out my absences that way. But my mom would always just say I was sick. (laughs) But she knew, like, she knew that I wasn't just ditching school. Like, I was actually using it for something.
1: I don't know. I never... I don't think I missed much school. Yeah, but were you
0: really doing that much work when you were in school?
1: Yeah, maybe to... Some advanced schools, it's probably, like, laughable, but, you know, it would still work for me, and I was working.
0: I was working, too.
1: After school, every day.
0: Not as long as you, though.
1: You know, and then, I don't know, and then, like, it's just, like, uh... Like, they don't understand what the suck is, the sucking,
0: like... You see, that's at where every... I think you're wrong. I don't think it's that they don't understand it. It's okay. just that they're actually doing something about it. Before, it's just like everyone I, I get that would too. suppress everything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I guess that's what I'm used to. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's not a good thing to just suppress all of your emotions until you like explode or something.
1: If you're good at it, you'll never explode. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: fact. You'll probably never <laughs> really be happy either, though. You have to be able to express your emotions in a healthy way. You have to be able to know your own body, your own brain, to know when it needs a break, when you need a self-care day.
1: I need a break all the time. I'm sick of working.
0: We do give ourselves breaks.
1: That's not enough. <laughs> it's not enough. All right, but anyways, we were we supposed to talk about weed?
0: Yeah, that was just the rewind part.
1: That was a big rewind.
0: Yeah. And then hold on. There's another quote. It says, mental health experts say it is one of the first state laws to explicitly instruct schools to treat mental health and physical health equally, which I think is important, too.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I I, I think this mental health stuff's good. Like, I'm hoping in the future, like, no more 40-hour work weeks. You know, it's going to change. It's going to be like 30-hour work weeks. Or, or you'll just
0: have more days off at least.
1: Or something. But yeah, because this 40 hours a week, two weeks it off. It kills.
0: It blows.
1: <laughs> boomers. Do it. <laughs> Thank God your time's up, boomers. Cause do you think it. Think they're <laughs> oh, <changed. my>
0: God.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'm not saying they're going to die. I'm just saying, like, it's a new gen's time. And so there's good things coming out of the new gens and some ridiculous stuff. But luckily, there's an, I think there's enough
0: yeah. of well, normal
1: people in yeah. the gen still. The only problem is the, the crazy ones are the loudest. Yeah. And that's that's the annoying part.
0: One thing that does kind of bother me, I guess, and I I try to do it differently, I guess, in my classroom is like, Some of the things that they do have us do for the kids, it's, like, it is very, like, like, you're coddling them. You know what I mean? Like, they do have to be tough to a certain extent because, obviously, not everyone is going to be nice to you. Not everyone is going to accommodate you, so you have to learn to be resilient and, like, yeah, you Self-sufficient have Self sufficient or whatever. Read
1: situations, read people. Just know, like, I shouldn't critically think. I don't know. They don't do enough of that.
0: So, like, in my classroom, usually, like, if it's bullying or something, like, if they're. Well, I mean, like, in preschool, bullying is basically just like, you're a poo head, right? <laughs> <laughs> but they get very upset, right? And usually. I just tell them like, It's a swing. No, David. <laughs> I'll tell them like, you can't control what other people do or what other people say, but like, do you think you're a poopy head? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, then why does it matter if this other person thinks that? Like, you already know you're not a poopy head. Like, you already know we don't think you're a poopy head. So like your options are, you ignore it. You walk away, you ask them to stop or whatever, right? But it's kind of like, like I want them to be tough, Uh, yeah. Yeah, To be able to cope with those situations instead of me just going to the other kid and being like, hey, don't do that. Because obviously throughout their life, they're gonna have to face situations like that.
1: Yeah, that's true, it's very true.
0: And I feel like sometimes, what Uh -uh. (laughs) no you know where that was going (laughs) but then you tell them what all right
1: now go hit him get revenge
0: (laughs) no you don't tell him that (laughs) but yeah anyways so now we will move on to the interview that we have for you um our special guest his name is josh and he is our resident Weed experts. Weed expert. The weed expert. <laughs> um, I think it'll be a fun interview.
1: Yeah, let's go get him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So on campus today we have our good friend Josh.
2: How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> you have to get that
0: close. Yeah. <laughs> going to, ah! Yeah, mics talking <laughs>
1: their mics.
2: And
0: <laughs> um, so Josh is here to kind of um, be our resident weed expert
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, as we talk about marijuana legalization and kind of what the effects will be moving forward on um, schools and kids and kind of how that will work out. But to start us off, you wanna to talk to us about how you became introduced to weed, um, whether or not it was part of your like school culture at all?
2: Um, I was in school when it happened, but I got introduced at Around 12, 13, and a lot of my friends were smoking, but I kind of, like, strayed away from it, because, you know, in our family, it was, like, very shunned upon. You cannot smoke nothing. You're a crackhead if you smoke. Yeah. (laughs) So... It's the devil. (laughs) I stayed away from it, and then ninth grade came around, and I just, one day, was like, let's do it. (laughs) And... At first it's funny at first I actually hated it cuz the burnout was so horrible I felt like I was magnetized to the bed I was starving like <laughs> I was like why do people do this to themselves <laughs> like, but yeah I mean it was it was awesome I wouldn't I wouldn't change it <laughs>
0: And was it part of your school culture? Like, was everyone around you doing it in school? Or, yeah, like,
2: absolutely. All my friends were way ahead of me on that. They were drinking, smoking, and I was the one that was like, what? You're you are not like, are you serious?
0: Yeah, because I feel like it was already a huge part of school culture, but I feel like it is going to change a lot now that that – negative stigma in yeah. the surrounding
2: you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, what yeah. kind
0: of things would... Like, did they ever formally talk about that in school? No.
2: no. It's, like, very... And if they do, it's, like, very demonized. Like, it's, yeah. it's, like, the gateway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, that's the only time it's referenced is it's the gateway. Like, don't try it. Like, it's too much fun. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: like, in school... For me, I think they did talk about it formally, but it was, yeah, like, it's, like, this horrible thing, and you shouldn't do it, and if you do it, it's going to lead you down this path of, like, (laughs) evilness, and you're going to become a crackhead that's homeless, like, somewhere, or dead, in a ditch, or something. If you're lucky. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: don't know, I think, because we grew up in California, so it's, like, everyone did it there you know yeah everyone yeah. was moving. movies it's did all your
0: right. parents talk about it formally with you
2: uh no never actually never oh. i never got the talk from my parents to not do this not do that mm-hmm. but like
0: <clears throat> and it might be different in other cultures like yeah we're all mexican so yeah. <laughs> it could be different in other households but yeah i never got that formal talk either
2: I don't know, did anyone even smoke? Well, you we were talking about the other day, so uh I mean my dad was apparently smoking the entire time. <laughs> so <laughs> You see, I, and I
0: think that's something that will change too, where like there were parents who were already smoking, like in our youth yeah, or they were just previous too, in the dark. Yeah, but yeah. everyone was just hiding it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that that is what I'm looking forward to most is basically like it being, like, a casual drink, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, just go to a bar. Yeah, and, like, because like, <laughs> I think it's it's better for the kids to be informed rather than, like, just kept in the dark about it, you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. Because it's, it's yeah. like drinking. It should be treated like drinking. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's how it will be moving forward. I think it'll be kind of like, um, like, you know, during Prohibition, that's how drinking was. Like, you would see pamphlets or, like, people would talk to their kids about drinking and it was like, Don't do it, it's evil. Like it makes men like (laughs) cheat and like abuse their wives and stuff and then prohibition ended and everyone was just like, Hey (laughs) let's go have drinks. (laughs) Meet
2: me at the pub. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So I think it'll be kind of like that. But um more specifically I guess, what do you think like a normal household like maybe when you have kids i don't know if you're planning on having kids mm-hmm. but if you ever have kids like kind of how will that look like in your household
2: um like i said i, I just want to treat it like like you know mom and dad are having a drink you know mm-hmm. a glass of wine I, i'm gonna go smoke my jay outside you know like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it's it's weird to hear it now but i feel like in the next five to ten it, it's gonna completely change you know like it and i hope it's in that direction.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. It is. It's like having a glass of wine. What's the difference?
2: Yeah. You know, and Well, I then... mean, will
0: you smoke it in the house? Because can't you, like, hotbox? Uh, like,
2: if it's I a mean, if I had... Yeah, like, if I had a designated... Air, like, a man cave, but, like, the, I mean, it, I wouldn't let my kid inside. Yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna... That's secondhand. Yeah. yeah that's... that's yeah. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be... Something I would do in like front of them.
0: contact high your kids are all, like, <laughs> <laughs> walking out of your house. No, but,
2: yeah, like you said, having a man
1: caver going outside. What's wrong with that?
2: Yeah.
0: Like a patio or a porch. But
2: yeah. definitely educate them on the difference between what I'm doing and cigarettes. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, know, I yeah. Work. I think that's going to have to be a big distinction that people make.
2: Yeah, because, you know, it's not as bad or c- even close to bad compared yeah. to cigarettes. So, like, definitely I would educate them on that. Because drinks like drinking is comes like, you know, experiencing life on and the world on your own, right? You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like, your it's parents like a didn't have to tell you. Yeah,
2: of. like they didn't have to tell you like, hey, you know, one an hour, you know, and if you do yeah. this <laughs> yeah. call me. Like, <laughs> I think
0: they should have. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean really that might really. have been helpful. But art. honestly, <laughs>
2: what what kids gonna
1: actually listen? They're gonna be like, Let's get trash, you know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I feel like I don't
0: know. For me, it was like, and it might have even this effect. Like, let's say you smoke a lot and you're kind of, like, you're not afraid of doing it in front of your kids. You're, like, teaching them whatever. Mm -hmm. For me, it was like, like, I grew up and, like, my dad is a heavy drinker. So for me, it was always like, Ugh, like I don't want to do that. Like
2: exactly, exactly. So I'm,
0: I'm wondering if like, let's say you smoke a lot, maybe your kids are like, Ugh, like.
1: But you're I don't like want that smoke. because <laughs> the way your dad was, so you're like, I don't want to be like him. Because of the like negative. Exactly. Because yeah, like he was negative, like in yeah. general. If you're, if you're like, like having a, like seeing your parents having a glass of wine or drinking, if they're cool parents, you're not gonna be like, oh, I don't want to do
2: that. you are like, oh, that's cool.
0: But even we'll like, be like at family parties and stuff. <laughs> but like. I mean, I definitely, obviously. Did drink like in my youth or whatever? <laughs> yeah, well, like
2: it's funny because I always think about that because I have cousins that were like completely in the light with their parents that they were smoking. You know, like mm-hmm. they would close a room door and I was like, oh, you yeah, know, they're smoking in there, like and they knew like they're not allowed in there and they weren't allowed in there for like a few hours till the room cleared. You know, mm-hmm. and because of that, they grew up like oh, I don't want to smoke. You know, like. And I think it was it, it was yeah. like that, you know? Like, they kind of gave their own negative to it, even though, like, it wasn't and like they got was, high and yeah. beat, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I think also, like, people just think their parents, like, you always think your parents are lame, right? Yeah. So if they're always smoking, then you're like, well, smoking is lame. Yeah. like Only that's old, people, old people, people do that.
1: That's, yeah. old, yeah, <laughs> that's what's going to be now in the future, because now that's lame. Old people do that. Yeah.
0: And also, like, Like, the first time that I ever tried alcohol was because a family member was like, oh, yeah, taste it. And I was like, oh, this is disgusting. I don't want to drink that. Like, why would you do that to yourself? So, like, if you have, like, if your child's first experience is you having them smoke.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. And then they're like, oh, God, (laughs) I hate this. Like,
0: why would I want to do this? Like, maybe.
2: Yeah, then I can see that happening. But I (laughs) would not do it before 18. Well yeah, yeah. Because like there's a lot of brain development. Like that's I said, going my dad was not
0: age. the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I was pretty young when I had my first sip of beer. But I was yeah, too. that yeah. makes
2: <laughs> sense. Yeah, like I mean, they can they'll probably try it on their own, but yeah. like, getting it from Pops. No. <laughs>
0: well I've also heard stories and I think that's like a lot of people are kind of like afraid of what it's gonna turn into or whatever. Because I've heard stories where it's like, oh, yeah, my parents, like, when I was growing up, like, in the 60s or whatever, like, they would smoke, they would do drugs, and it's just kind of like they had it on a shelf, and it was, like, open, and anyone could grab it, you know oh, what I mean? completely
2: accessible? Yeah. yeah, so then yeah, the absolutely. kids were
0: like, oh, yeah, when I was, like, nine years old, I climbed up, and I grabbed it, <laughs> and I smoked it, or I ingested it, whatever. And so I think that's probably one of the things that comes up, too, as far as, like, like child safety and child care and stuff like that is what like how it's being handled in the household
2: it's like anything else just gotta keep it out of the kids reach yeah and like they're kind of developing things you know bags that are harder open for like little kids oh really those all those candies that they got yesterday those are hard to open. Like you need, like, scissors. Yeah, so and like there's them. some that have, like, a, it's All like a you second need pull system where, like, the kid won't really figure it out. Like, they're going to try, like, the traditional top two, mm-hmm. but you have to pull, like, one below it, it and sense. the top one. Yeah, because everything, I needed scissors for everything to open that thing. Yeah, so it's... Oh,
0: well, it's not hard for a kid to get scissors.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> but still, He's like, a smart it's work. kid. He's a smart
1: work.
0: Kid. I'm like, we do, we're in preschool, <laughs> and I teach my kids how to use scissors, so... By the time they're like five, well, hopefully they cut themselves before they get to it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you see? You see?
0: But that makes sense, though. So.
2: But I definitely do think maybe it's like having be more a locked accessible. liquor
0: cabinet. It would be like a locked, like weed yeah. cabinet. <laughs> but
2: are you gonna keep your drinks like that? You know what? Why would you keep your weed like True. that? True.
0: Well, that's how you're supposed to keep your drinks, like the cabinet that Jesus has. It's supposed to be like that, but it, you're supposed to be able to. Oh, lock it. I was like, that doesn't locked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we know that. But yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I do think it's gonna be like, in school more because of that reason. Like you know, yeah. like but it's like the same thing. Like a, a kid that stole the bottle from yeah. mom and dad. You know, he's gonna yeah. bring the joint. That's usually gonna bring all the like he got these edibles from. My yeah, dad stash he's gonna be candies. pissed <laughs> like so let's just take him now
1: <laughs> that's crazy they're just gonna literally look like they're chewing candies or something but yeah it's... that's <laughs>
0: another thing like in schools like how do you
2: you can't how do you notice you can't, that you can't, you can't. honestly not... I, I remember doing that like yeah, walking yeah. around with a lollipop and like looking at the teacher's eyes like and he didn't know what the hell is going on <laughs> and, you know like and I'm just getting high like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you can't stop that like it's
1: there's no even there's no point of you why well, are you I mean, gonna try to combat it If it's legal it,
0: like, and if it's like yeah. um like monitored a lot then probably they'd have like special wrappers or special like little stems if it's a lollipop or whatever that will distinguish it yeah so that you can tell
1: oh definitely yeah. well, people, you could home make all this like we you could buy those little yeah but,
0: and... like a teenage kid isn't gonna be making pop brownies in his mom's kitchen
2: i be surprised. I, yeah. like, I, I couldn't smell them, so like I'd be like, oh, we are making brownies? Like,
0: oh, that's true. They're
2: so, all there, like, oh, sorry, Mom, they're for school.
1: Don't have any. I need all of them for school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a
0: fake sale. It's like, it's it's
1: a a until dad look. doesn't care and gives a piece. <laughs> oh, one won't hurt. Yeah. And then he's just blowing on the, the house. It's with like her.
0: that oh. episode of um, That 70s Show where they bake brownies to sell at, like, the garage sale or something, but then Hyde bakes the oh, pop yeah, brownies. Oh, and the parents get into them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly,
2: exactly. Because I, I didn't smell it at all. I, I would have thought you were just making plain... Yeah, I just smell like brownies. Fudge brownies, yeah. Like... <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: See? You can't stop it.
0: That's going to be hard. Like, from a teacher's... Standpoint. That's maybe yeah,
1: there's nothing you can do. You could just probably tell that they're high, but then what do you do? Like, and then there's probably going
0: to have to be like procedures in place for like what to do if there is a kid that's high in her classroom.
2: Well, what do you do? Just send them home. Send them home. Suspend them. Right? Isn't that like the solution? But
0: I think that's going to have to change. <laughs> Are you
1: going to knock out your own students? <laughs> that's
0: all I do. <laughs> it's My job. <laughs> I'm
1: paid. It's to part narc. of my job
0: description. <laughs> I'm not like one of your teachers freaking just sitting there while everyone's like drugged up in the
2: classroom. And stuff. Yeah, I see. I, I was <laughs> consider myself fortunate enough to get the end of that era, you know, before they really started cracking down. Oh, in uh, Silmar? Mm-hmm. Silmar High? Okay. Like, like, they up the security. Don't well,
0: call out the school by oh. name. I can word
2: it out. <laughs> <laughs> But I
0: hear it's changed a lot. <laughs> no, it has. It has, yeah. it has.
2: It was. It's nothing what it used to be. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Good times.
0: Congratulations,
1: <laughs> kids. <laughs> yeah. of an uh, easy. High school
2: <laughs> coasting. Like what?
0: They're actually learning. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's like one of our previous. Um, podcast episodes, we were talking about like um, how his school was so much different than mine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, there was drugs and stuff going on at my school too, but I just feel like it was like, was Rich way kids easier.
1: drugs. No, I think you had no, the rich think, kid drugs. I
2: think, were you like, were your eyes open to that in high school? Because yeah. that's a huge thing. Like, well, okay. Because I noticed kids doing like cocaine in middle school. Like, yeah, that's what I was gonna was say. Weird. Middle school,
0: yeah. I went to the local school. Um, and I don't live in a good I didn't live in a good neighborhood so i, I was kind of aware of that from middle school going into high school yeah. so in high school like I did see it but I feel like it was more like extracurricular like it wasn't at school necessarily like maybe they had it at school but it was like
2: not going on after
0: at school, school yeah like mm-hmm. that's what people would do but every once in a while you would see people doing it well in class or at
2: our school got like really overpopulated yeah and on top of it being such a big school already there was like you can't have a security guard at every corner kids were literally going in crowds because that's how packed it was and then they would just like sneak a hit and then yep. they would like get blow it to the crowd and then disappear like, <laughs> and like that was the move you, you, know? you like, just smell yeah you just yeah. smell like
1: <laughs> so smoking I, they
2: just it was out of hand they couldn't control it like they, it was going on in the bathrooms they were hotboxing bathrooms at lunch
0: really? yeah like yeah. open Well actually like... I think that happened too well, from what I noticed only a couple times but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that happened too but that's yeah that's another thing that we talked about before it's just like having so many kids in one place it's like how do you monitor yeah, that exactly yeah. it's tough yeah but for, I don't know. For me, it was mainly just like, before and after school. I want to say, but I was a square, so maybe everything was happening yeah. and I just didn't nah, know. I'm
1: it. trying to shoot to rich had those rich drugs. They like probably ecstasy and oh, snorting lines. The stuff you
2: don't see going yeah. on, yeah. you just feel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There was there was weed too though. Like, yeah, I knew because, people that sold it. like,
2: when I witnessed, like, the, the coke going on, I was going to a better school up north, you know, and, like... Rich kids. Yeah, school. it was just rich kids, and they had everything at hand. I don't know where they were getting it from, but they had the money, I guess. I know. And they were doing, like, lines on the bathroom, like, oh stall thing, and, and, like... That's so yeah, and it's, They're get diseases. It was it was bad, and that that's when I was at that point. I wasn't into any of that, and I was just kind of like, like, whoa, like, <laughs> this is really. These white people are crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude, really, really, <laughs> like it's crazy, man.
0: I think we need to get like a rich kid in here <laughs> so that they can tell us about their high school experience because I, I have a feeling it's way different.
2: Oh yeah, I'm sure. Than ours. Oh my gosh, I would imagine. <laughs> 'Cause should,
0: I don't think my school was a rich kids' school. It was. It was better, but it's I would rich. say like upper middle class. There's a lot of rich
2: people. <laughs> Not rich, you There's know. I no mean. rich people. Ours was like I don't know, what if what's the scale <laughs> and what's at the bottom like of lower the scale? Class, it's like it lower was I would class.
1: say it was like it was lower and middle middle class. But it's like Mexican middle class, so it's like they're still they're still middle class, but they still it's have that ghetto. <laughs> they have that ghetto instilled in them, you know. Mm-hmm. They still have that it's a different culture it's not we party we're like hi Johnson you know it's not like that
0: yeah (laughs) my mom made the lunch today (laughs) and my mom never made me lunch (laughs) yeah
2: yeah nothing (laughs) when I was little she used to give me a Lunchable every day but yeah, was I was
0: going to say, every once in a while, I got, like, she would shoot me a Lunchable, but that was pretty much it. Yeah, but <laughs> I had to had walk money. and get it myself.
2: Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just the got start. the money for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: That's crazy. But, yeah, I don't know. It'll be 18 and over either way, right? Like, for drugs. It might well, be because you know, it, it. in
2: California, it's 21, and here, it's oh. 21 too, right? Yeah. Or, I think... Was, I, I? don't know. I feel like I saw. It could sponsor. be twenty one. I think it's twenty one. I think you, it's still you can have it eighteen medicinally here. Oh. But I, I don't know how it goes here. Me either. I have no clue. Oh. It's easier
1: though, right? Because you don't need you don't need a.
2: Yeah, you don't need anything. Recommendation, nothing. You just walk in. Like with that the was target. my first
1: time going to any weed store here yesterday. Yeah, and it's because it they're just idea. making sure yeah. your yeah.
2: age, and that's it.
0: Okay. Because I was gonna say either way, if it is a part of like school culture either way it's going to be like an illegal part of school culture well
2: i'd like to you can't operate a business within a certain like radius of a school and things like that so they do kind of have some regulation to it yeah Yeah, but But
0: do you think it'll be like more regulated like there'll be more on top of it now that it's legal uh
2: probably what do you mean
0: because i feel like yeah like everyone's aware of it it's like alcohol right so it's kind of like
2: i don't think
1: no one's gonna care like cops don't care yeah like even back even back in the aspect of it
2: like now it's kind of become a slap on the wrist where back Mm -hmm. then it was like you were this crazy dealer or what's your supplier (laughs) is it cartel connected (laughs) (laughs) and it's like no man did they really care back then though too yeah, back really? then it was a
1: big deal. I, I heard it depend. Like, it like I'm depend. telling you,
2: my dad was really heavily... Well, expected. not like back then, like like us, a few years back. Oh, for High us, school. Yeah. It was still pretty, like, you could get a ticket. Actually, I got a ticket because of it. I t- t- think it's just a ticket. It's a misdemeanor. Yeah, but I. it's a lot of money. I had no yeah. money. <laughs> I had no money. How much was it? It was like $500. Damn. And And I got caught with paraphernalia. I had got caught with the actual, actual cannabis, like, my other friends in, theirs was, like, 200, 300. Like, I, it was way worse that I got caught with the stuff to smoke it than having the actual smoke. Like, How weird. That is weird. It, it was really stupid. <laughs> huh. Damn, that's dumb. Yeah.
0: Um. Another thing I wanted to talk about is, like, kind of, um, like, the... I don't even know how to phrase it, like, the, I guess, safety aspect of it? Like, how you think that might change, like, societally?
2: What do you mean? In like, lawful aspect?
0: Yeah, like, before... You I mean, like,
2: socially amongst us? Not, like, from, like, a cops? Perspective.
0: Yeah, yeah, socially.
2: Um, I don't, I don't think much more is going to change. I mean, everybody's kind of already been doing it. Yeah. I mean, now everyone's just in the light, like... For me, it was the weirdest thing to see, like, uh, soccer moms and, and, like...
0: Yeah, that's what I... Like, like it looked
2: like doctors rolling up mm-hmm. and, you know, nice Mercedes, BMWs. And I was just like, oh, I thought, you know, I thought like, only, like, Cholos <laughs> and, like, <laughs> skaters. And, you know, and... Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, but even, like, yeah, no, even my mom now, like, she's open to, like, taking CBD.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. And, like, it's it's changing. Like, people, I don't think no one cares now. It's just going to be... I think it's gonna uh, like the shift or like like will really be like noticeable in a more medicinal like medical aspect. Yeah, like it'll be like something that you can casually have in your medicine yeah. cabinet. You know, like rather have a than taking the pill, yeah. yeah, rather than resorting to pharmaceuticals. Yeah, because
0: the effects like the side effects of that are not. As, as crazy as none. like real,
2: yeah, to medicine, yeah like little to none with medicine. a lot more benefits. You know, mm-hmm.
0: it would be basically yeah. like taking some kind of herbal remedy. Right? I wish they exactly.
2: would make like a pill form. It's a holistic medicine, medicine, huh? Yeah, like an Advil pill form, like
1: yeah, way. yeah. They have
2: like C ca- uh, B D capsules and stuff for like people that have like anxiety and things like that. And
1: I'm saying for headaches, I get a lot of headaches.
2: I don't know why. Like, I don't know if, if it'll help with particularly headaches, but I know it like. Helps with a lot of other crazy stuff. <laughs> like like epilepsy and all that, like, but I don't uh, have that. <laughs> like Jenny, my girlfriend's dad, yeah. has, the, you know, diabetes or whatever. And, like, it helps with that and, like, high blood pressure and things that he's taking three, four pills daily, you know, he can eliminate by just taking, like, CBD, you know, mm-hmm. daily or consuming it in some And it's he's actually doing that and it's helping him? Yeah. yeah. That's cool.
0: That's awesome.
2: And and along with going full vegan, but yeah, we'll leave that discussion for another time. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, we ran into, like, this lady, and she had a dog that had, like, cancer or something, and she was giving the dog CBD stuff. Because yeah. I guess he had been doing really bad, and she was like, yeah, they said that he wasn't going to live, like, for very much longer, but I've been giving him CBD, and he's doing a lot better and stuff. Yeah, yes, like, uh, when
2: my dog Gizmo, uh, right before he passed, I was giving him... Um, THC, because his was bad. He had, like, lost his vision. Uh, He had kidney stones. And it it was just really sad to see him kind of slowly deteriorate. And then I'd give him the THC, and his mood would completely shift. Like, I would... Incorporate the butter into like his treats and stuff,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I guess he would get super high. <laughs> super <laughs> probably my bad, but I mean it, yeah. it helped him. Nah, you know, but, like, yeah, let him chill his last days. Yeah, know? exactly.
1: Yeah. Pain free.
0: <clears throat> We've been giving our dogs CBD, but I don't really.
2: I don't know if it does. I think yeah, it does. I don't
0: see a difference, really? Maybe we're not doing it right. Well, we, <laughs> do it. we do it at
2: night. So you no, knock it's. Out I mean, bit. you wouldn't see it. Difference? I wouldn't imagine not right away. But I think it did help because Brad was, uh, he was uh, limping, so. Oh, I like for his pain and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. it helped.
0: He's not. Yeah, he hasn't really been limping anymore.
2: <clears throat> I, I I I thought you guys were using it in, like preventative, like care. You know what I mean? Oh, It, 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 like, too, it yeah. helps like reduce like tumors and like signs oh. and things oh, like I that. I need
0: to give that to my other dog. You
2: can do it to myself.
0: My other dog has like three. Tumors right now. Really? <laughs> yeah. Later yeah, I that's something do that. to look into. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so before we wrap this up, I guess just like any um, wisdom that you would like to impart to people.
2: Mm, don't keep your kids in the dark about it. Mm-hmm. Just be casual, man. It's yeah. uh, if you're hiding your drinks, then I get it. <laughs> but if you're not, then why not?
0: It just gives it this like. Well, what
2: about the kids, though? And students.
0: Oh yeah! Any message for the youth, the current uh,
2: youth? Wait, to wait till you're 18, <laughs> and it's well worth it. <laughs> <Sorry. Okay. laughs>
0: and then, also, sorry, I thought of one more thing. Um Like that whole like, do people ever come up to you, like people that know that you smoke, and like just kind of assume things about you? Uh, like assume I would that say, they like the, the main of like
2: stigma is like. Oh, but he won't remember. He's high. <laughs>
0: like, I, like, my
2: memory is bad because I'm high. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> if anything, I'm, like, a little bit, my mind is, like, more racing on different topics in my head. So, I'll kind of just slip my mind. Okay. But as far as, like, forgetting? <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't, like, yeah, we were
1: we ate those edibles the other day. Was, I remembered everything. Yeah. night. Yeah. It's not like blacking out when you're drinking. Uh, oh, he's too hot. Don't <laughs> yeah. tell him the list. Like, so, with like, anything
0: I... that might be safer, like let's say if you go, like if a young lady goes out to a bar or something, like if you're doing an edible versus getting drunk because you won't black out. Oh, right? yeah,
1: no. You yeah, won't. You won't black out. No.
0: And I there's not that a... risk, too, of having like a drink out somewhere and someone like roofies you or something.
2: Yeah. But yeah. But because if you're you taking control. an edible, you. Probably don't want to go to a bar. Yeah, so I was like, I don't <laughs> think that's. The, uh, I want to dance. Yeah. Just have this animal. <laughs> Is it a like,
0: knockout? Yeah. <laughs> There's like nothing that
2: does that though. Uh, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, it gets me like very just chill. I, if anything, we could go to a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> just eat. Yeah, just eat. I'll have a drink there. But... <laughs> but... Socially, I would say it doesn't. It's not something I upper. Yeah, it's not something I like to do when I'm I know I'm gonna go out. Okay. Because, like the other night. Yeah. <laughs> I got the spins from mixing the two too heavily, yeah. you know, and like I remember everything. I wasn't like yeah, messed that, up. Yeah. yeah, I just got the spins. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. All
0: right. I think that's pretty much all the questions I have.
2: All right. All right, we're done. <laughs> Thank Thanks you for so coming. much for coming.
0: Thank you. Well, that was a good interview.
1: Yeah, good talk.
0: Mm-hmm. you supposed to <laughs> cough, because that just sounds like, yeah, I don't know what you're smoking.
1: <laughs> I don't cough.
0: Yeah, you do, you like <laughs> David's pretending to smoke like Mr. Cool Guy for some reason.
1: Past the booth. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I did look up some stuff um, about marijuana legalization and kind of the topics that we covered in the in the interview. Uh, one article that I found was "What Does Marijuana Legalization Mean for Adolescents?" and it's from December seventh, two thousand seventeen, from PsychologyToday.com. And a quote from that article says, "For the study, a sample of four hundred forty-four middle school." 8th grade students were recruited from rural and suburban school districts across Oregon. So basically they did this study with middle school students. It's like before marijuana legalization and after marijuana legalization. And they gave them a bunch of questionnaires um, to them as well as their parents to see if anything changed with their responses after marijuana was legalized right and
1: what were those results
0: okay so and this was i think the the study was done by the Oregon Research Institute um but a quote from there says results showed that legalization of recreational marijuana didn't appear to have an effect on introducing adolescents to marijuana but adolescents who were already using marijuana when, rec- when recreational use became legal significantly increased their marijuana use compared to the pre-legalization cohort.
1: Yeah, probably because it's just, yeah, it's easier to get. You have to worry about it. Like, oh, I have to go get weed, you know? Like, I have to go meet some guy.
0: Shady and stuff. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, the old days, you know? Sneaky, sneaky.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, it's probably just to be expected like yeah. obviously that's gonna happen it, it's
1: literally it's like let's say, like okay let's say hot cheetos were illegal
0: like right the floodgates opened
1: like they're illegal so you have to you have to go meet this guy somewhere or hit him up saying hey you know then he has to go sell you whatever some hot cheetos <laughs> in a baggie as to now it's like oh every every store has it 7-eleven liquor stores That's the difference. Like, ah, I'm just gonna get hot Cheetos more often, you know?
0: Yeah, I get 10 bags this time. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's normal. Like, that's expected. Obviously, it's gonna increase their marijuana use if it's more accessible. Um, And
1: the amount of things you could do with it now, it's like crazy. The candies, foods you could bake with it, but there's weed butter, you know, I don't know. I'm sure there's other things I don't even know. There's drinks, right? Hello. But yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I just thought that was normal, I guess. Yeah. But I also looked up an article. Let's see. This one's called The Effects of Marijuana on Your Body. And it's from Healthline.com. And it does have effects like on your memory, your judgment, Uh, There's dopamine release. It says increased or decreased depression symptoms. And it does say that it can increase anxiety in some people.
1: Weak people that don't deserve to smoke. Um,
0: But basically, after reading this article, what I noticed is that there's a lot of pros and cons with marijuana use. And it also depends on how you're using it, what part you're using, because there's, like, regular marijuana that you use to get high. And then there's, like, marijuana that's, like, strictly for medical use where it, like, doesn't have that mental effect on you. CBD or something else. I don't know. I think you still smoke it. I don't know. And then there's CBD, right? Um But yeah, it, it affects a lot of things, but there are a lot of medical benefits to using marijuana. Not just, like, some of the negatives are, like, impaired judgment. So, like, you shouldn't be driving if you're high. You, oh, while you're high. Yeah. You shouldn't be operating heavy machinery. You shouldn't be making major life decisions, right? <laughs> um, and then memory problems. So I guess while you're high, your brain can't, or it's harder for your brain to make new memories. So you, like, I guess you don't really remember stuff maybe while you're high.
1: It must be like, it must be like blown or something. Cause...
0: I don't know. It says THC changes how information is processed in a part of your brain called the hippocampus. It can affect your ability to form fresh memories.
1: Weird. Because I remember every time I got high.
0: Do you remember everything? Or you just remember getting high?
1: No, I remember everything. Was like All
0: of your conversations, everything you nah. did. Well,
1: that's like normal stuff. Like You remember the highlight, like the funny stuff. Like, like something that like you're just dying. Of
0: that's life. not normal. Right after to only remember the highlight? Well,
1: not right after. I'm talking about now to this day. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds like a lot of hoopla to me. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get to that? government.org
0: healthline.com and it's also not good for people under the age of 25
1: yeah yeah
0: because your brain and your body and stuff is still developing it hasn't finished developing fully yet so it can affect the development of your brain and stuff
1: yeah i remember reading that too so i guess i'm old enough now i should start smoking
0: it says, trouble for the developing brain. Babies whose mothers use marijuana while pregnant may develop problems with memory and concentration. Um, I forgot where I read it.
1: That's a guess though, because I think they're trying to actually do. I was a uh, radio show, they're talking about that. A study where uh, smoke while you're pregnant, and they want to see what happens
0: what i wouldn't do that
1: <laughs> and they'll paint all they're doing is giving you like it was like a little bit like the pressure paint for your weed
0: i guess no, no yeah terrible. i wouldn't do that Why would you? that's dumb but yeah so it does have some effects and then also it increases your heart rate it says Within minutes, your heart rate may increase by 20 to 50 beats per minute. That rapid heartbeat can continue for up to three hours. If you have heart disease, this could raise your risk of heart attack. And I have heard of people where, like, they smoke so much that they end up having a heart attack. So you got to be careful. But, I mean, just don't smoke that much, I guess. (laughs) If you know that you have heart disease, like, would say Even now, like, people
1: don't realize how strong this new stuff is. Like these legal, legal these like legal versions are crazy.
0: Cause there's no like um, limits on how it, strong or potent it can be.
1: Yeah, you can do whatever you want. It's the wild, mm-hmm. like what is it? like the wild west right now.
0: Yeah. And yeah. So be careful.
1: So yeah, like I was saying, like if you just smoke a little, that's it.
0: But there are good things like. Let's see, it can be used to treat glaucoma. It says THC can also lower pressure in the eyes, which can ease symptoms of glaucoma for a few hours. More research is needed to understand the active ingredients in marijuana and whether it's a good treatment for glaucoma. Yeah, and then it says also marijuana is thought to ease pain and inflammation and help control spasms and seizures. Still, there are some long-term negative effects on the CNS to consider, central nervous system. That's CNS. But, yeah. So there are things that it's It's used for. But, yeah, that's another thing that I got from this article is the fact that not enough research has been done on this because it's been – vilified for so long (laughs) that no one has really touched it.
1: We probably could have cured all sorts of things with it by now.
0: Yeah. But it does say 30% of marijuana users develop a, a marijuana use disorder. Addiction is considered rare, but very real. Symptoms of withdrawal may include irritability, insomnia, and loss of appetite.
1: I'm sure people are hooked on it. Like mm-hmm. I yeah, I know people that do it a lot. I'm like, I wonder if they could stop. And I don't know if it's actual addiction because you could be addicted to anything. It's just a habit you build yeah. a habit. So people
0: are addicted to drinking coffee.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but that has actual. You do have nicotine withdrawals. That's a real thing
0: for coffee. Yeah. Well, I know you have withdrawal symptoms or like caffeine, that sorry. are legit. Yeah, I was like nicotine. I didn't know coffee, Cat- coffee had nicotine. like Jesus. <laughs>
1: Like you yearn for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like you can be addicted to that.
1: But no, that I, no, that's like, that's because of nicotine, uh, caffeine. Caffeine. Caffeine.
0: Yeah, it's just like your brain becomes dependent on it. Your brain can become dependent on anything.
1: <sighs> yeah, I need caffeine. It makes me alert. No,
0: he's <laughs> but yeah, and then I know that we were also talking about with Josh how, um, smoking cigarettes is way worse. For you yeah. than smoking marijuana. And so I found an article. It's from the cdc dot gov website. And it's tips from former smokers, I think. Diseases slash conditions featured in the campaign or whatever. That's what it says at the top. I'm guessing that's the title. Um But it says smoking leads to disease and disability and harms nearly every organ system of the body. It is the leading cause of preventable death. And there's a whole bunch of different sections of like, like things that it's harmful to or whatever.
1: Wait, smoking weed or cigarettes? Cigarettes. Okay.
0: So it's like asthma and secondhand smoke. Burgers disease or burgers disease. Everyone
1: knows cigarette diseases.
0: Cancer, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, oh. diabetes, um, diabetes, gum disease. It like has an effect on it. Okay. It doesn't necessarily cause it, I guess. Heart disease and stroke, uh, mental health conditions such as depression and anxiety. It's bad for your pregnancies. Um, it says vision loss and blindness. It's bad for your eyes. It says, smoking is as bad for your eyes as it is for the rest of your body. If you smoke, you can develop serious eye conditions that can cause vision loss or blindness. Two of the greatest threats to your eyesight are macular degeneration and cataracts. The main thing that I got from this article was the fact that it was all negatives. (laughs) (laughs) There were no pros. There was only cons for this.
2: Yeah,
1: it's a it's freaking up. That's the problem. It's not yeah. tobacco's natural, but all the crap they put in cigarettes is not.
0: And everything is pretty much thoroughly researched already for this because yeah. we've been smoking as a country for ages already. So a lot of research has been done on this. And
1: I wouldn't be surprised if they're gonna start. I'm pretty sure they'll probably be like tobacco companies getting into weed now
0: instead or like in addition to it
1: because cigarettes is a dying thing it's still there but it's like i think it's, it's gonna eventually probably go away probably not in our lifetime like it was but it'll get rarer as we get older i would i
0: think yeah but yeah um what was another thing another thing that we talked about was like child safety, I guess. Like, let's say you're a smoker or whatever, and you have all this stuff at home, right? So it would be like having to keep a liquor cabinet, like a locked yeah. ki- liquor cabinet.
1: Keep it with your guns.
0: well. What if they don't have guns?
1: Get guns. If you're not, you're a Tommy.
0: <laughs> I found this article titled Marijuana Legalization and the Effects on child's health and safety. And it's from childrenshospitals.org. And a quote from there says, one major concern, and I kind of skipped some stuff, has been the uptick in accidental ingestion cases since the new law went into effect. So I guess, and this is talking about Colorado specifically. So after marijuana was legalized in Colorado, like they were already concerned about that I guess so they compared it to accidental marijuana ingestion by children from before and then from after and before it was like almost none right and then afterwards it was like way more (laughs) so obviously it is an issue um and it goes on to kind of say like the The severity of it, I think. Uh, Let's see. It says, when these children arrived at the emergency department, symptoms ranged from sleepiness to difficulty breathing or they were comatose. Nearly half of the children required, required care in the intensive care unit and some needed intubation. What is that? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> Look it up. I think it's when they have to put something in your throat.
1: It Sounds like a, yeah something like feeding you or like an incubator or something.
0: Let's see. Intubation. The insertion of a tube into a patient's body, especially that of an artificial ventilation tube into the trachea. So, yeah, it's like when they put a tube down yeah. your throat because um, you can't breathe. So those are pretty serious. Yeah. Things. So if you are a smoker and you have children in your household, make sure that you're keeping it out of reach in like a locked box somewhere because those are some pretty serious... Yeah. ...consequences if they accidentally ingest something.
1: It could be scary. could go bad real quick.
0: Yeah, but they go on to talk about, I guess, in Colorado specifically... They already knew that these issues were going to come up. So like the hospital had been kind of like working or collaborating with people so that they would be on top of the issue because they knew that if it became an issue, that they would go back to making marijuana illegal again. (laughs) So they were like on top of it, making sure that they were actively working to avoid these things. All right, so it says, let's see. It says, in an effort to prevent accidental ingestion, George Sam Wang, MD, a pediatric emergency medicine physician and medical toxicologist at Children's Colorado, helped the state craft legislation in 2014 that required child-safe packaging for marijuana products. For decades, child-resistant packaging has been a proven method for keeping kids out of unsafe products. Almost all pharmaceuticals and household products meet these standards.
1: Yeah, I guess to a certain age that'll work. But if they know how to use scissors?
0: Scissors? I'm guessing they mean like the bottles, no? Oh,
1: well, a lot of stuff come in just like, what, plastic? Like, bags?
0: Here? I don't know how they do it in Colorado.
1: Oh, that's true.
2: That's true.
0: Because here it's different. I don't know that they worked that hard (laughs) here. Because another thing that they go into is making the packages less, like, colorful. So that they're not as attractive to children. So that they don't look like candy and they can't be mistaken for candy. Like, if it looks like a plain black bag or something, a kid isn't gonna be like, ooh, you know?
1: <laughs> True, that's smart. It um, kinda sucks for the companies though. I, I guess advertising wise. They even think adults will still want it helps probably with the like just when you're looking like ooh, you know?
0: I guess what catches your eye. Yeah. But that's I don't know, they could do that in other ways if it's legal now, right?
1: Well, they could still do that. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The rules are exactly. And right.
0: I feel like they don't do that here. Because no. when we went with your cousins, everything was like super colorful. <laughs> everything looked like it was just candy. candy. Bags, yeah. yeah. That's part of the reason that I brought it up in the interview was like, uh, <laughs> this looks very like. Like it you, could easily be mistaken for yeah, candy. You
1: won't you can't tell unless you and read if the you're packaging. a teacher
0: you wouldn't like from far away you wouldn't be able to tell that it's not you would candy. Have, yeah,
1: you have to read the bag.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I guess in Colorado they have taken steps to I guess try to prevent or lessen accidental ingestion from kids.
1: That's good. That makes sense
0: yeah that's that's kind of all it. oh no wait, I do have one other thing <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about um I found this book
1: if a peacock finds a pot leaf,
0: yeah, so it's a children's book about marijuana.
1: It's the devil
0: <laughs> um Saint's it looks book. very like self published um Enough, you can see it looks like they just kind of printed it out.
1: Oh, what the heck? It looks like you, you <laughs> could, okay, you could get this, you could literally print this out and just staple it together.
0: The cover looks good, yeah, but um,
1: it cheaped out on the inside,
0: yeah. Well, if it's self published, then it's like it's yeah. self published.
1: <laughs> How much was it?
0: Um, like ten dollars, I think.
1: Ten dollars, that's Did not this? a lot,
0: that's not a lot. But it is a little wordy, so I would say it wouldn't be age-appropriate, like, for preschool, kindergarten, maybe first grade.
1: Man, they were tripping out when they drew this, huh?
0: (laughs) But I haven't read it yet, but from what I read in the description, it basically talks about the medical uses of marijuana and, like, what marijuana can be used for, like... To treat certain things in a natural way.
1: And it tells you how to sneak it around your parents. <laughs> how to become the cool kid at school with it.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, you see like this one. I'll read one page, right? Page 17. It says, After he passed the river, Peter came across an old owl sitting on a branch with a small white stick hanging out of her beak. She told him her name was Ophelia and that she had glaucoma, which hurt her eyes and made it hard to catch food at night. Then she explained that rolled in the stick was medical marijuana. I'm so thankful now that I have medical marijuana. I don't know where I would be without it, Ophelia admitted. Peter said goodbye and continued on his path.
1: As she takes a hit.
0: (laughs) Dang. Grandma (laughs) Ophelia, look at her. She's yeah, lit. She's blazing. <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like more things like this will probably yes yeah, come out as it becomes more normalized. But you should make one. I would have to probably consult with Josh because <laughs> I don't really know very much on the subject. But well, yeah, true. I'll talk to Josh and keep you guys posted. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much all we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening again. And make sure to tune in next Friday for episode 9. <whistles> Don't know what it'll be about yet. <laughs> <laughs> but something. Follow us on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, um, or Sign up for the newsletter on our website on campuspodcast.com so that we can keep you posted on what the next episode will be about and when it has come out. And sorry that the last episode did come out late again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but this time it was because of personal things going on in my life. And so I, I was not in town to be able to do that. But yeah. We will have this episode up on time. Friday. (laughs) And the future ones, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys next time. See ya.